For South Carolina Public Radio, I'm Russ McKinney. With Republicans increasing their majorities in the General Assembly this year, conservative members are pushing a number of bills that stand much better chances of being enacted into law than in past legislative sessions. The top conservative priority, a bill banning most abortions in the state, has already been enacted. The fetal heartbeat bill, however, was placed on hold by a federal judge last month. U.S. District Court Judge Mary Lewis is scheduled to hear a request for a permanent injunction of the new law in Columbia next week. A bill expected to be approved by the House of Representatives would allow the open carry of handguns if the owner has already received a concealed weapons permit. If enacted, South Carolina would join 45 other states in allowing open carry of handguns. Republican Representative Micah Kasky of Lexington County says many state residents feel that without open carry being allowed, their Second Amendment right to own a handgun is limited. And he says even with such a law, he doesn't think residents will see any type of drastic changes. I think that most people won't see these handguns openly displayed. You know, just like in North Carolina or Georgia where these laws are already a reality, you don't see you know, the doomsday apocalyptic scenarios that opponents want people to, to believe will, will happen. Uh, in the same way that you don't see you know, marauding gangs of AR-15 holders you know, walking through the streets you know, as they would generally be allowed to in the state under our current law. Kasky's statement is correct. It isn't well known that carrying a long gun in public is already allowed under state law. The Senate passed a bill this week that could lead to the restart of executions after nearly 10 years. The Senate bill, similar to one approved by the House, would make death in the electric chair the default method for the death penalty. The current default method, death by lethal injection, hasn't been used in recent years because the state can't obtain the required needed chemicals used in the injections. So both bills revert back to the electric chair, and the Senate added a third method— death by firing squad. Horry County Republican Senator Greg Hembry, a former state prosecutor, told the Senate this week death by firing squad would be more humane than death in the electric chair. You don't want to torture anybody needlessly. I mean, that's not the, the government's you know, place. You know, I prefer lethal injection. You know, hopefully we'll be able to bring that back in South Carolina and other states. But this is an option that would, give, would in my view, be more humane than electrocution. Three states allow death by firing squad. Another bill conservatives are pushing in the House would forbid transgender students from playing on middle and high school athletic teams. The bill's author, Greenville Republican Ashley Trantham, maintains that allowing transgender students to play on girls' teams could deprive girls the chance to excel. In 2016, without notice or public input, the South Carolina High School League passed a policy allowing biological males to participate in girls' sports. This harmful policy would steal opportunities and shatter dreams for girls and women. The proposal received plenty of pushback during two public hearings. Ann Warner is the CEO of WREN, the Women's Rights and Empowerment Network. Excluding student-athletes from sports teams is simply not one of those issues that actual South Carolinians care about. It's a made-up problem and a distraction from the actual challenges that are facing people each day. Other opponents testified that a transgender bill would be allowing the state to legally discriminate, something legal experts warned would not hold up in court. Education Superintendent Molly Spearman joined in opposition to the bill this week. For South Carolina Public Radio, I'm Russ McKinney.